0: welcome to thirsty thursdays here on the pig trail podcast i'm ty hudson reminding you guys to please oh please give me some star power over on itunes woo pig suey What is going on, Arkansas Razorback fans, SEC fans everywhere? Welcome to the Pictorial Podcast. I'm his host and creator, Ty Hudson. Hope you guys have had a fabulous week. Originally, originally this this was going to be today's Thursday Thursday show. Was going to be last night's post game show but youtube decided since i since i monetized that video because you know i'm a youtube partner right like there's supposed to be there's supposed to be payment which i've yet to receive from youtube by the way google has not sent me a dime <laughs> i don't make enough i don't get enough views i guess but um, anyways because i didn't demonetize that video before i went live i couldn't download it So that means I'm up at 1130 at night instead of going to bed and uh, getting a good night's rest. I'm going to be in here for, well, it'll probably take me an hour, you know, 30, 40 minutes to record, whatever, and then the the other 20 minutes to edit. I'm not going to lie. There's not going to be a whole lot of editing going on with this clip. And normally there's not. That's the whole point of these. So you can, so you can get the just flat out unfiltered. I used to say earmuffs here, but I don't anymore The hell with that. You know, this is not, this is like not even, this is rated R. This is rated R. This is tie unplugged. You sons of bitches. I'm kidding. I love you. Um, but that's what this is. I love you. Don't take that personal half thick scan. Your hog fans. That's what I tell people now. Like you gotta have thick skin. People get mad. People get mad about being called Arky. Like when someone types Arky, I got corrected for saying that on Twitter from a guy I know. I'm not gonna not gonna call him out, but I said Arky on Twitter like four years ago. I I remember this because I've never. That was the first time I ever had any clue that anyone would. And I'm from here. I'm born and raised. I've got roots here, man. My family all over Madison County and. Uh, Fort Smith area and Farmington and Fayetteville. I, I'm I'm my my DNA my blood is Razorback red. I have never been offended at someone saying Arky A R K Y on social media or you know back when I actually used to read message boards years ago. I never got offended at that. That is beyond me how thin skinned some people are. Good lord. Ugh. It's ridiculous. But anyways, okay, let's get to what matters. The coronavirus, it's uh, killing everybody. I'm kidding. It's not. It's not killing everybody. It's just spreading like wildfire. SEC tournament, I guess from here on out, assuming they don't cancel these games, they're going to play these things in uh, the the games with nobody in the arena. And I was telling them on the live show tonight, I was like, you know what? We're going to hear Musclemen swear. And I am here for it. I am here for that kind of content. Give me Musselman with n- unplugged all day long. I am so fascinated with his antics. He got he got teed up again tonight. How many how many technicals has he gotten this year? I want to see that stat. We talked about you know the amount of foul calls and the awful officiating that is the SEC officiating. It, it's awful. I want to know. I want the precise amount of fouls called or whistles blown for fouls. And you could throw technicals in there as a side thing, but I want to know how, because I saw something on Twitter, and that just means it's true, guys. That that means it's 100%. (laughs) That means it's factual. But I saw where the SEC was, it was like plus 1,000. They had the most whistles blown. So I I tasked people in chat to find that, or I think I did. I was going to hell. I don't know. I'm half I'm half awake. Arkansas gets the dub. That's what we're here for tonight. Arkansas gets the dub against Vanderbilt. It was uh, you know what? It, it was exactly how I thought it would go. Arkansas get a nice good lead, and then Vanderbilt fights their way because that's what they've done all year. They fight their way back into games. That's how they are. Arkansas, um, I, it it. I never felt like Vanderbilt had was even remotely close in this game. Like the first few minutes, and then it just got worse and worse for Vanderbilt. Arkansas's defense was so on point in the first half. And then of course Vanderbilt figured out. Oh wait, we can just walk in the paint and score. Like our five foot eleven. I mean, I mean, I'm being funny. Obviously they don't. But like you could be five eleven and drive the lane on Arkansas. They're so small. If you've got someone fast and quick and athletic enough, yeah, <laughs> you can drive the lane and score in the paint, and that's what they figured out in the second half. And um, Arkansas obviously had to rotate guys. Someone brought up in our chat, it was a really good point, they're actually trying to rest our, our what quote-unquote bigs we have. They're trying to rotate them out with Chaney and, and, and uh, Ethan. Try to rotate some of those guys inside, in and out a little bit and uh, get them ready for South Carolina. I mean, they. Knew, I think Musselman knew pretty much from the get-go, like, yeah, we should win this thing. They do. They beat Vanderbilt earlier in the year, and that one was, uh, I mean, Arkansas won that thing by 20, 75-55 at home. And uh, here they win, obviously, again pretty easily. I was not happy with some of the – I don't want to say they were – I'm not going to say that, that they were relaxed, but it did kind of feel like in those final like six minutes, Arkansas just got really uh, goofy with the ball, and it kind of seemed like they were, they were trying to relax a little bit. Like, ah, okay, this thing's over with. And Vanderbilt started chipping away again. In fact, I think they brought it within 10 with uh, with just like two or three minutes left to go. Like Arkansas was kind of, uh, you know, I, I don't know. And, and they typically, when they get a good lead – their defense is good enough that they're going to hang on to that lead for most of the game. I mean, look, they won 86-73. There's no reason to really complain. Uh, again, ticky-tacky. The, the fouls were a bit ridiculous tonight, as they always are in the SEC, like I've already mentioned and complained about enough, I know. Uh, let's talk about what these guys did. Let's, let's get into the numbers. Vanderbilt, leading score, no surprise there. Lee with 30 points. That guy had a night. Five rebounds, two assists, 30 points. 11 of 13 from the free throw line. That's really how he got, obviously, a lot of his points, or or, or almost half of his points there. And um, that's how they chipped away at the lead in the first half. He was one for two at three-point range and overall nine from from 16 from the floor. But uh, their second-leading scorer was Pippen with 16 points, who did foul out. I missed that in the live stream. Pippen did foul out. Pippen Jr. foul out. I don't know how I missed that. I know because all the numbers are starting to wiggle. You ever done that where you're looking at a computer screen long enough and you're running on next to no sleep and you're tired and it's just all the numbers start to wiggle a little bit on the screen? That's been happening now for about an hour. Anyways, he had 16 points. He did foul out. His dad was in the audience and uh, or, or in the crowd. He looks... Scottie Pippen looks old. Daisu with 13 points. It's sad It's sad to see him age. I talked about that. I had not seen him on TV in a while, and it's sad to see these guys starting to show their age. From the bench, Wright had 10 points, He was really their only productive member off the bench. That guy had three offensive rebounds, four total rebounds for them. Uh, so, again, they shot 38% from the floor as a team, 25% from three-point range, 6 of 24 there. They were 21 of 28 at the free throw line. That's not... Great, but you'll take it. That, that put them at 75%. That That's typically good enough to keep you in games, assuming you're not losing by 20, and they were doing just that. They turned the ball over 14 times, uh, and they had a total of eight steals with eight assists. All right, Arkansas's numbers... I'll do the opposite. I'll go with the team stats first. 49% from the floor, 25 of 51 there. They were 12 of 28. When Arkansas does that, they don't lose often. 12 of 28, so that puts them right at about 43%. They shot 77% from the free throw line, 24 of 31 there. They had eight offensive rebounds to, to Vanderbilt's 40, or it's 40, oof. Not that many. Fourteen offensive rebounds, twenty-six defensive rebounds to their twenty-two. So that means Vanderbilt plus two in the in the rebounding category at thirty-six to Arkansas's thirty-four. Arkansas moved the ball movement in the first half was spectacular. Seventeen assists in this game to Vanderbilt's eight. They had five steals to Vanderbilt's eight. Uh, seven blocks in the game. Ethan Henderson. I bragged on him in the live stream once again. An offensive rebound, three total rebounds. I don't think he logged a whole lot of minutes. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, But he had three blocks, no points. And and I, I love that someone brought this up in chat because I've talked about this. It would be nice to see him develop on the offensive end. But I don't think that's going to be – that's not who he is. He's he's going to have to – he's set up to be a Rodman, a Dennis Rodman type of presence in the paint. He's not going to be someone that puts up, you know, 14, 12, 14 points a game with a whole bunch of other good numbers like, you know, a block or two a game, maybe a steal and like eight rebounds. That's not what he's going to be, right? When he's actually on the floor and, and, and having the best moments – when he's really on fire, is when he's getting three offensive, four offensive rebounds, and then maybe 10 total rebounds with like three blocks, maybe a steal, maybe an assist, and maybe he finds a way to get to double digit points. Like that's him at his, be- that's like his ceiling this year. And I said this too in the live stream I don't want to see him transfer. I want to continue to see Ethan Henderson evolve under Eric Musselman in this in this play style in Musselman's uh, basketball. Uh, I'm having a hard time wrapping that up. I want to see Ethan Henderson. Excuse me. I want to see him evolve in this in 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 Musselman's system. That's what I want to see because he has shown me, and I think a lot of other fans, and obviously Eric Musselman. Henderson has he has shown that he is capable of getting quality minutes on the floor and that's not with, with, with z- next to zero offensive production and that is something that Arkansas was really without for most of the season they were awful in rebounding they were awful in offensive rebounding the worst in the league and when he's on the floor that changes a little bit Right, and, and I'm I'm looking at these numbers like like Bailey had an offensive rebound, Cheney had an offensive rebound, Seals, Jones, everybody but Harris. That's nine guys or eight out of nine guys with at least an offensive rebound. I'm a little surprised to see Ethan with only one. Had you told me that, like, oh yeah, they're gonna get eight offensive rebounds with Henderson starting, I would have said, oh well, then he probably got like four offensive rebounds. But it's good to see other guys step up. And the rebounding wasn't great tonight, but it wasn't terrible. Witt with seven rebounds, 12 points, almost a double-double for him. I hope he gets one. I hope he gets a double-double at some point, either here or in the NITs, wherever, in the SEC tournament or, or the NITs, because that's where I think they go. I want to see him get a double-double, like 10 rebounds. Look, he even had three assists. He had a steal. He did turn the ball over twice. Harris with three turnovers. Mason Jones with four. Um... Isaiah Joe. By the way, Isaiah Joe uh two turnovers, but fouled out, him and Mason Jones both fouled out, but Mason Jones was your leading score at 22. Uh, Isaiah Joe with 18 points. And and Mason Jones or was it Isaiah Joe? Which one? I can't remember which one fouled out first. I think it was Mason, wasn't it? Or was it Isaiah? Regardless, they fouled out and there was still quite a bit of time left. Like there were still like a couple 2-3 minutes on the on, on the uh, clock. On the game clock and uh, Mason probably could have could have uh, I think Mason went first I feel like I wish I could see that somewhere like the, the what time how much time they or when they actually fouled out how much time was left in the game but um Mason Jones could have in my opinion had he not fouled out probably could have gotten 25 24 25 points uh, but that was a good that was a good game by by Lee for Vanderbilt That was that look Saban Lee got, got the guy's averaged 18 points a game I mean, he's uh, you know, for 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 being a 6'2", 183 eighty-three pound guard, not too bad. He averages almost four rebounds a game. He shoots forty-eight percent from the floor on the season, and and they did a good job of really limiting him in the first half. But then he just took off because that's what Vanderbilt does. That's what Vanderbilt can do. Um, from here on out, you've got South Carolina. South Carolina's next. That'll be another late eight p.m. I think it's at uh, 815 it was slated for 815 tonight but they didn't start until 830 that'll probably that might be the case uh by the time you're listening to this tonight that may be the case for this uh second game south carolina look this game's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a dog fight it's it's frank martin you never count that guy out when he has two things even if he doesn't have the talent that you have if he has these two things size and depth He can play with just about anybody. That's how they stay in games. Size and depth. That's why they beat Arkansas. And I do think Arkansas wins this game. I do. I think it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be a dogfight. And I I don't know how much the no nobody in the in the in the stands. I don't know how much that plays a factor in this game. But I feel like I I feel like no matter what, Arkansas should be, should win this game. Uh, last time these two played you know of course they won 79 to 77 that was a huge victory for them on the road at Bud Walton and at the time you know Arkansas wasn't playing fantastic basketball but they were playing pretty you know they're you know not too bad at that point in time I'm trying to scroll back see what was going on in Arkansas I can't remember leading into that game. Um, leading into that game Arkansas had lost uh, two of their last three that's right they beat TCU though. Things were different last time when Arkansas played these guys, right? You didn't have, you you, you didn't have I, I, Isaiah Joe as a starter in this one. He did log thirty six minutes and he did get sixteen points. Uh, Jimmy Witt, or excuse me, not Jimmy Witt, Mason Jones went off for thirty four points. Good grief! He logged thirty four minutes. And he had thirty four points. That's a, he scored a minute for every minute he had a point. That's ridiculous. Uh, He had a, wow, he had a double-double in that game. I forgot all about that. 12 12 rebounds, four assists. I mean, he just went off. A steal, he did turn the ball over seven times. Golly, chop that number in half, please. But uh, he got into foul trouble, and I remember this game. I I said this is the second-worst officiated game I had seen all year. Arkansas took 40 shots at the free throw line. South Carolina with 33. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and and, and Harris fouled out of that thing. Four of your starting five had at least four fouls, and Seals off the bench, who logged 29 minutes, had four fouls, nine points. Remember, Joe came off the bench on that one, 16 points. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Arkansas. I do. Musselman does really well in uh, rematches. Listen to this. This is what he's done in rematches. You can also chalk up the Vanderbilt game now uh, against LSU. They split those two games. Right? They split those two. At LSU, they lost by two at home. They should have won by more, but they won ninety nine to ninety. They split it. Mizzou on the road. Hogs lost 83 to 79 with the rematch. Again, Hogs should have won by more, but they won by 10, 78 to 68. Tennessee, same thing. You get blown out on the road 82 to 61, then they come to Faytown and they get lit the hell up 86 to 69. Tennessee in your eye. Mississippi State is the only team that just has Arkansas's number. It doesn't matter who's coaching them, doesn't matter who's on the floor. They have Arkansas's number. They did sweep the Hogs. They won those two. But then AM, Arkansas split. They lost that last game. That one still just I don't know what the hell happened. Arkansas split that one. They won at home, but they lost on the road. They swept Vanderbilt this year. Now they got a rematch. I like their odds in rematch games. I just do. They haven't been swept all year except by one team, and that team has had their number. So I think our and that's one of the reasons why that not just that much, but it it says a lot though because because Musselman's winning these rematches. He's 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 adjusting to what he's already seen. So I I don't know. I I think Arkansas wins. I'm I'm probably wrong. South Carolina might beat him by double digits. Hell, I don't know. It's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a a battle royale. Kind of like Call of Duty Warzone. By the way, they're not a sponsor, but you need to play it. It's fun. It's fun. I'm liking it. You know, if you, if maybe think Fortnite's for like little kids because it's all girly and cartoony. Oh my gosh. Call of Duty Warzone. Completely free. PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Xbox One, PS4, whatever you have. A semi up-to-date PC PC uh a gaming PC semi up to date. You should be good to go. Fun. Worth it. Definitely worth it. I'm loving it. I know we don't talk games here. It's not what we do, but uh I used to be on a gaming podcast years ago and um we used to make fun of Battle Royales. <laughs> PUBG and and Fortnite. We used to make fun of these well, PUBG was actually kinda of fun back in the day. H one Z one was kind of fun. But anyways, um I again I'm gonna take hogs. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Razorbacks gonna take the hogs yep 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 well i i really think that's gonna do it it's uh it's midnight i'm tired i'm gonna go to bed this is gonna be unedited so enjoy this uh sh- shitty episode of, of the picture podcast and uh we will record the hog talk podcast at some point tomorrow or well today sorry by the time you listen to this so that'll be out friday for you 6 a.m so keep a look out for that podcast as well thank you guys for downloading please leave me some star power on itunes i'm not just saying that i mean it i would appreciate it if you guys want to join the uh patreon just go to any one of my videos and click down below in the description box that will uh that link will be provided it is provided for you And uh, if you don't want to join the monthly subscription, there's also, and it's a $4 minimum over there on Patreon, on the Patreon. If you don't want to do that, if you just want to throw a little tip in the old tip jar, there's a PayPal link provided for you as well. Thank you guys so much to the current Patreon supporters. I appreciate every single one of you, but to any of you downloading and listening and supporting what I do, it doesn't matter uh, whether you're a Patreon member or not. I I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And uh, I guess the plan is to have a post-game show tonight. That is the plan. If anything changes, I'll, I'll try to keep you up to date somewhere on social media. Until then, woo pig sui, go hogs!